Hello everyone, I'm back again with episode two. Episode two. It's your girl, Lady Mayberry, and I am here today to talk about vision. I want to talk about vision. We're in 2020. Everybody's been talking about vision. Every pastor's been preaching about vision, and I, as an entrepreneur, want to talk about vision. Um, One thing I cannot stress enough is you have to have a vision. The Bible says we are to, um, without the vision, people perish, and it says that we're supposed to write the vision down and make it plain. Um, One thing I want you to know is you need to have a vision for your business. Whatever business that is, you need to have a vision for it. And you need to write it out. Um, AKA, this could also be your business plan. You need to have it. Um, The reason you need to do this, if you don't know what your um, vision is, then you'll easily be persuaded by others who will get in the mix and will try to get you to go one way or another. Um, I know when I first started my um, daycare in my home, I had a vision for it. I knew I wanted to... Um, prepare children for school. I wanted them to literally leave my home and be ready to go into any ISD and be able to function, be able to um, understand cognitively, uh, mentally, um, educationally, uh, physically, socially, emotionally. I wanted them to be completely ready to go. I wanted them to understand and recognize some sight words. I didn't want to just sit and watch children, but I wanted to empower children and really build a foundation that others could do. I also wanted it to be clean. I wanted it to look good, feel good, smell good. I wanted parents to be able to come in and talk to me about their long day and about stuff that was going on in their family. I wanted my ministry to collide with um, the daycare world. And so I wanted to be able to pray. I wanted to have an atmosphere set where there was music playing and where there was candles you know, lit and I created this whole atmosphere and I knew that. So I made sure I had all that you know, as my foundation and then I began to build. Some things worked that was in my vision and some things didn't work. But one thing I wanted to ensure that I never did was try to follow somebody else's plan or path. Um, I wanted to make sure that I followed my own vision, my own insight to what I wanted to do. Sure, I've worked at other daycare at another daycare before, so I got to see what they did. My mom worked at several daycares, so I got to see the do's and don'ts of the different ones that she had worked at. Um, I watched daycares on TV. Um, I watched the movie Daddy Daycare. I just saw a lot of different things that, you know, some things I liked, some things I didn't, but I had to find a way to make it my own. I had to find a way to win. Even when my husband and I started our church, we had a vision. We wanted a multicultural church that allowed everybody to come. We wanted a church that it didn't matter if you were rich or poor. It didn't matter if you were still strung out on crack or if you had overcame that. It didn't matter if you wore a three-piece suit with a hat, um, some Stacey Adams, or if you came in jeans and flip-flops. We wanted a church that allowed you to come as you really were and allowed you to serve and allowed you to work. And so sometimes when you are doing this, you'll be operating off a blueprint that doesn't exist. You have to make it. And it's really hard sometimes when you're writing the vision um, if you've never seen it done before. Uh, I had never seen an entrepreneur in my family prior to me, in my immediate family. I hadn't seen an entrepreneur, so it was all new for me. Um, Same thing with my husband. So for us, when we were writing these different visions, I had never seen anybody um, plan a church before. I heard about it in the old days whenever people would have church services and they would have the history programs. I would hear about it, but I had never seen it done. Um, And I didn't necessarily have someone to hold my hand and say, this is what you do, this is what you do next, this is what you do here, and what you do next. I didn't have anything in my life or anyone in my life at that point that could show me. So I turned to uh, YouTube videos, I turned to podcasts, I turned to um, books and things like that, but I didn't have anybody that, that looked like me, that sounded like me, that was thinking like me. And so 
that's what I wanted to do. That's the reason for me even creating this podcast is I wanted to be able to help people as they build their dreams, as they build their business. And I cannot stress enough. I've had a lot of people that tell me, you know what, Toya, you ought to venture out and do this. Or Toya, you know what, you ought to accept babies. I knew from the jump, do you hear me? From the jump that I did not want to take care of babies. Um, in the CCL world, y'all hear me say that a lot, it's child care licensing. In the CCL world, I mean, when you bring on babies, I mean, the ratio requirements are different. The paperwork is different. It's just womp, 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 womp. I don't want that. I didn't want to have to deal with all that. So I knew from the beginning I only wanted 18 months and older. Why? Because they were a little easier to handle. The ratio was a lot different. Um, it was just a lot more chill with them. On top of, I wanted to be an educator. I wanted to teach. I didn't want to just watch children. And when children turn 18 months, you know, you really get to do that. So if I would have let somebody talk me into watching babies, I'd be doing something I don't, I didn't want to do. And even though it's still in the childcare industry, I probably would have abandoned my dream, abandoned my business because I would have ventured out into something that made me overwhelmed. You know what you can swim in. You know. So don't allow someone to lead you out into the ocean to a place you're uncomfortable with. Sidebar, one time my husband and I was in Mexico and he put me on a jet ski. Child, we was out there in the water and I was just yelling at him, trying to hit him. I went Facebook Live and everything because I was so angry with him because I cannot swim. And I was telling him, don't you leave me out here this far because if I fall in, like, I cannot swim. And he's like, you got a life vest on? I didn't care about no life vest, y'all. I'm like, don't you leave me out here because I know what I'm comfortable with. I know that I can go in the ocean as long as I can stand. You know, I'm every bit of five foot nine, five foot ten. So as far as I can stand, the water is right there at my stomach and a little bit on my chest, I'm good. But further than that, I'm not okay. I'm panicking. So you got to know how deep in the water you can go. And if you're not careful, you allow other people to take you out further than you can handle. And you never want to do that. That's why you need to have a vision. There are going to be a lot of things that pop up. There are going to be a lot of things that are new, exciting, and you're going to be like, whoa, let me add that, let me add that, let me add that. And before you know it, you'll lose all your personality. You got to know what your swagger is. You got to know what your style is. What are you bringing to the industry that nobody else has brought before? Um, So that's part of your vision. Um, I don't know what it is. Maybe um, you want to start a cleaning service. Um, So what are you going to do different? There's a bajillion cleaning services, but what are you going to offer that's different at your cleaning service? You know, um, are you, how are you going to customize it? How are you going to tailor make it, tailor make it for each of your clientele? Like, what are you going to do that's different? Why should someone choose you? All of this should be in your vision. Um, What is your mission statement? What are you trying to accomplish? In short, if you had to sell your business to somebody and you had to describe it in less than two minutes, how would you do that? You need to be able to answer these kind of questions. How, how does your building, if, if, if you're not in your building yet, how does your building smell? How does your building feel? What colors are you using in your building? What's going on? Um, if, it's, if it's just a, a mobile thing, what kind of vehicle do you need for that? Do you need a van? Do you need a truck? Do you need a car? Are you gonna get some signage? What kind of signage are you gonna, are you gonna use? What do you want? You gotta know this so that you can prep for the future. And, and the thing about this, when you write your vision, do not give yourself a budget. Whatever you do, don't give yourself a budget. If you give yourself a budget, then you're already limiting yourself. And you won't have a successful business. A great vision, this is what um, the, the difference between sight and vision. And this is like biblically based, and this is some toy based, and this is just everything based. But there's a difference between what I can see. If I can see it, and it's in the tangible, and I can touch it, and I can feel it then I'm operating off of sight. 
But when I'm operating off of vision, I'm operating off of something that I cannot see. But I have to tell people about it. Your plan should be so well thought out that you can tell people about it and they can sit in a chair and they can be at a meeting and hear you speak and they can begin to see, smell, feel, and everything of your business. So you gotta be able to describe it that way. And so you operate off of vision and vision cannot have a budget. Now, once you make your vision, then all of a sudden you'll look at your budget and you'll see what you can do right now. And you'll give yourself a three, six, nine um, little plan. Like in three months, I'm gonna accomplish this. In six months, I'm gonna accomplish this. In nine months, I'm gonna accomplish this. Or you can give yourself some short-term goals and some long-term goals to accomplish it. But never forfeit your vision because of your money. Your money can look funny, it doesn't matter. Also, with the vision, write it, make it plain, put it in your room somewhere so you can stare at it every day, put it on your phone, put it in your car. Write your vision, make it plain as far as what you want to do, what you want to accomplish, so that you never forget your why. There are gonna be some very hard days ahead. There are gonna be some days where the money is looking funny. There are gonna be some days where people do not support you. There are gonna be some days where your employees, you know, it's hard with them because they have stuff that pops off and then you gotta sit there and still show up. There are gonna be a bajillion things that pop up. But if you can go back to that vision and remember your why, it's going to help you. So write your vision. I cannot stress this enough. There are so many people that dive into business head first and they don't even know what they're doing. They just know that, hey, I heard they making money building houses. So they just jump off in the building house. Or, hey, I heard they making money flipping houses. So they sit there and get a whole entire house and decide to gut it. And they don't have no way to fix it. Or I heard they were making money doing real estate. Okay, yeah, they making money doing real estate. But what are you bringing to the table? What are you bringing to the table that's going to be different than what's already done? Um, my daughter, she uh, wanted a hoverboard for Christmas. So my husband and I got her one. Now about two years ago, my parents brought my oldest daughter a hoverboard. And when they bought it for her, hers has been fantastic. It's been great. She's been zipping all around the house. I tried to ride it, my husband tried to ride it. We almost died. But nonetheless, my daughter, she wanted that. So for Christmas, my husband and I went out and bought her one. It was about a hundred bucks. We bought it for her from Walmart. She got it, she wrote on it. That thing started smoking. Like the whole house was like lit with smoke. And we were like, oh, Lord. So we took it back, got the money back. And then I ended up going to Best Buy. I was like, man, let me go to Best Buy. They the ones do electronics. They the ones that do the right thing. Matter of fact, forget that 100. I'm going to add 60 to it. So I bought her one. It cost about 160 something this time, thinking that I've invested more money. I went to a better store that does, you know, big, t big things with electronics. Like, we good now. We Gucci. Well, my daughter gets to the house and she charges it up and it takes forever. And I'm like, you know, this is your first time using it. Maybe you need to charge it a little longer. So she charges it up a little longer. The next day she tries to get on it, same thing happens. This time it's just an alarm. We don't get to the smoke part, but it's just going beep. So I'm like, what the heck? So we took it back and we just like, you know what? At this point, you don't even need a hoverboard. What am I suggesting to you? Or what am I saying to you? Why did I share that story? Because that when that hoverboard first came out, whoever created that, they was on to something. They was on and popping and that thing was good. But now people are trying to create that same thing. And guess what? They can't create it. That's why they blowing up everywhere. They can't create it. I just preached today at church and I was talking about everybody got a secret sauce. Your vision is your secret sauce. And I don't care if you tell somebody else how to start something, they'll never be able to operate it the way you do it. They'll never have the favor that you have. They'll never be blessed in the same measure in which you're blessed in their business as you are with yours. Because you have a secret sauce. You have secret components, secret ingredients that they just don't have access to.
I can tell somebody how to start a daycare business, but they still won't ever take my space in the daycare industry. Why? Because this is who I am. I'm doing it this way. Just like there are daycares that are already here in, in the state of Texas or in, this, in the city of Millen where I live. And, you know, they doing their doggone thing. And me opening my doors is not affecting them one bit. Why? Because they got secret sauce. Everybody got secret sauce. So you got to know what your secret sauce is. But like I said, you know, here they are trying to imitate this thing. And it, and it, and it wasn't good. And so we had to take it back. And so long story short, my, my oldest daughter still has hers. But my youngest daughter doesn't have it. And guess what? She don't even want it. She don't want it anymore because of the way it was exploding and she smelled the smoke and saw all these different things. So now she doesn't even want it. So what you got to remember is you got to remember that you have a vision all your own. And that's why you write it down. There's a lot of people that I've met that tell me these great plans that they have for their business, for this, for that. And then I'm like, all right, have you wrote this down? And they all tell me, no, man, it's nothing if it's in your head. You got to write it out. My husband and I, we just talked about, you know, what we want to do for 2020 and we wrote down a lot of things and just us putting it to paper. We talked about it verbally several times, but us putting it to paper made me think about finance is totally different. I was going to buy something. I was like, Ooh, wait a minute. Let me think about this because we have some certain goals that we want to accomplish. So I was like, let me put that back. Child, and then I went and bought something else. Help me Lord. But anyways, that's neither here or there. Bottom line is when you put it on, on pen and paper, it's something different about that. So what I encourage everybody to do, and matter of fact, a vision with vision as you operate, as y'all know, I was in a home first and I always had the idea that I would be in a center and now I'm having to revise some things because I have employees to worry about. Before it was just your girl, but now I have employees, I have a staff and I have to take care of them and I have to rewrite some things. There were some things that I wrote up in the very beginning that I'm realizing just doesn't work. When you operate in your vision and you start getting in the tangible and things start working, some things are gonna work really good that was in your head. And some things you gonna have to switch up. Not because somebody else told you to switch up, catch that. But because you realize it doesn't work or it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for your staff. And so I'm having to switch up some things. I'm having to add to my vision and, and, and write some different things. Kind of doing like a reprise on my vision. And I'm not, I'm not forfeiting the whole entire vision. I'm just making some modifications. So for those of you that have been in business for a while, I want you to reevaluate your business. I want you to see if what you executing right now, what you have going on, if it actually looks like what you had wrote down, or if you kind of strayed away because of what people had said or what people suggested, because people can mean well and it can make good suggestions, but it just not be for you. So you got to make sure you're doing things that, that work for you. Um, by the same token, people can sit there and you can tell them your vision and they can sit there and throw salt on it. Not even intentionally, but because of their insecurities, but because of, you know, their limits, because they still operate in the box. They'll tell you, oh, you'll never be able to accomplish that. You need to take that down. Oh, that costs too much. Um, so you want to make sure that as you explain this, uh, this, this vision to others, that you're very cautious and careful about who you share with. Because everybody shouldn't be privy um, to those closed meetings when you're talking about some serious stuff. You got to be careful with that. So... I just leave you with that. Make sure you have a vision. And again, you may have to update that vision. You know, um, in the um, social media world, I um, put me like my little things on, you know, underneath my name. I put my little slogans and things like that. But you know what? Every now and then I have to update it. I had to change it one time because I put that I've been married to my husband for 11 years. We've been married 13 years now. So I had to go and change it to 13 years. One point, I only had one child. So I put that, in, you know, me and my husband just have one child. I had to go in there and add two children. 
That's the kind of stuff I'm saying. As you evolve, as you grow, as you learn, that you might have to go in and make some changes. And when you make these changes and you write them down, then it kind of gives you something to press towards. Even in the church world, there are so many churches that are messing up because they're not operating on the vision that God gave the pastor. They're operating on what works for the members or what don't work for the members. And you're not supposed to operate like that. You're supposed to operate on the thing that God gave you. And yeah, you may not, you may not be reaping right now, you know, the benefits and, and all that from the things that you see in your vision. But if you keep on doing, if you don't, if you don't throw in the towel, man, in due season, you're going to just reap a great harvest if you don't throw in the towel. So I don't know who that's for today, but I just want to encourage you as always, write the vision, make it plain. If you already got the vision wrote down, go back and look at it, make some modifications and work your vision. Don't let your vision work you. All right. I love y'all. I hope y'all have a blessed, awesome, wonderful, fantastic day, night, whenever you are listening to this. Until next time, we'll meet again. Let me give you the business. All right. Peace out.